Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everybody. Ciao. We are back another week episode six i'm here with zell hey boo how you doing hello hello y'all for all the shit that was talked about this season of real housewives of atlanta i i want all of y'all to lay before the cross and repent because last night i mean first of all five stars to the producers that's what i have to say first of all producers editors <clears throat> they the editing team really was in their bag like they were like okay you know what we're gonna go all the way back to what like 2011 2011 <laughs> they were playing really no games with the backstory okay they were playing about... no games with them and i appreciate that because it really did mm -hmm. put everything in context and listen if y'all have listened to our week our recaps every week you know that we're not like huge marlo stands over here already to begin with but this was literally the nail in the coffin this was the nail in the coffin this week i was like oh marlo you really are grasping at straws and you can see at one point she realizes like oh crap well i'm not gonna be able to ride on this thing i'm gonna have to change it to you know no everyone takes it easy on candy we, it's not a fair treatment and i'm like i don't think that has anything to do with it so I no, really she really them like yeah. recapping everything. She really stepped in it and like listening to her. It mm. Mm. I had a set like almost secondhand embarrassment for her listening to all of those receipts from 2011. Okay. 2011. <laughs> all the way, yep, 12 years ago until and then watching her sit at lunch with her team mm. and just spin these lies. I said, Oh, she needs help. She needs she needs more help than Sharon can give her. And it's, honey, I want to see Sharon's accreditations. Mm-hmm. then, where did you study? <laughs> I think, I'm sure we'll get there, but I think that, like, towards the end when she was like, I didn't even know my cousin's death was bothering me until her cousin got shot. Because, you know, I can get triggered. What? So, and yeah. And everybody ate it up. Everybody. And, well, here's the thing. I understand, so... This whole episode is surrounded around this event that cousin Courtney has invited the girls out to, right? Like everything is based off of like, okay, well, we haven't seen each other since Birmingham, blah, blah, blah. And so, yes, Marlo sits down with her manager and one of her friends at my favorite bar being in Atlanta, the one that's in, um, what's that market thing called? Um, Pond City Market, am I right, people? Atlanta people, let me know. They're talking about dating at Pond first, City. which is a total ruse because she really just wants to talk about candy. At every chance she gets. And so like Zell just said, there she has these two peanut gallery members who are agreeing with everything she has to say and are trying to justify. And you can just see like they don't know the whole story. And based off of what Marlo is telling them, even they're still trying to like grasp at straws a little bit to justify it. Because like, I don't know why you think Candy needs to send you flowers. Like, unless you just wanted her to be like, your bestie and you wanted that like image 
of like, well, oh my she, God, and then Candy sent me flowers because, you know, we're so close. She said it, <clears throat> excuse me, right then and there. She said you could have paid for the catering. They wanted her right. to pay for a part of the funeral. And I'm sorry. You know how some b- Black folks are, okay? Mm. When you close to somebody that you know got some money and they will be like, well, why why so-and-so didn't come up out their pocket and pay for this? Well, and I can tell you as one of those people, motherfuckers, listen, and it, here's the thing that's really ironic, and I always say this, I'm like, I don't help people who didn't help me. And that's not mm-hmm. me just being like a shady bitch. That's me being like, you were not here for me when I was getting an eviction notice. You were not here for me when I was eating pasta with butter over it because that's all I could afford. But now that you Been see there. the way I live in now, you want to come to me with your handout? Mm-hmm. Absolutely the hell no. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's the as the receipts show, okay? Right. She had her to, over to her home. Yes. She was listening to her. She related to her through a personal story. Right. Like, but none of that is enough for Marlo. None of it is enough for Marlo. She, the woman is sick. And she has that hoe mentality. And I'm just going to go right into it because the reason that she's like, and everyone, they want to call me a whore. They want to do, but Marlo, we know that's how you make money. No. This is not even speculation. This is not even allegedly at this point. Everybody has said this about you, girl. And you not even, even give us receipts about how you make money. You won't show us a, anything. Not even that. Not even that. She wants to sit here and talk about these girls have called me a hoe. These girls have called me this. I'm so glad that we can pull from that binder of receipts from the beginning of the episode. You were the one that asked Candy in front of everybody. Right. Are you a lesbian in season mm-hmm. nine? Okay. You were talking about uh, her business in possible locker rooms mm-hmm. last season and at Kenya's daughter's birthday party. So they had to tell you to shut up. Like, mm-hmm. you're not innocent here, Marlo. You are not innocent here. And she looks very dumb, very, very dumb. And so that's like my major focus. But she does not look as dumb as Sherry, Sonia's <laughs> sister. Oh my God. Because the animosity that she has towards Sonia is disgusting with her 50 limb kids that she got over there in that lady house. Yeah. And she's that- like, well, you don't want to. So they, we get to Singa's house. Singa is basically, she's talking to her mom and sister because Mommy Nation is going to get this huge, like, um, you know, press, you know, opportunity where she can, you know, expand and do all this thing. And Sherry's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, her, that, attitude, that attitude is nasty. It's very nasty. And so they kind of start to agree on some things, right? Like, Sonya is like, okay. I, you know, I don't think Ross understands like all the help that I have with you guys and blah, blah, blah. And they're like kind of putting it all on Ross mm-hmm. that they have to leave, which is unfair because any mature adult, I don't, I don't know who do people who live like this because we don't, mm-hmm. we're not living in a different country. This is America. We don't do this where people yeah. live at the same house for 65 years, get the hell out and go get your own mortgage. Right. Because you're not upset that they're kicking you out, air quotes. You're upset that you're going to have to fend for yourself. You're going to have to pay a monthly rent. You're going to have to mm-hmm. pay a mortgage somewhere. And it's just like, for her to have called Sonia a dingbat, in my notes, I have, well, Shari is really the delusional dingbat herself. No, like, but really. You look really dumb and like hateful. And she's like, the hole that's going to be felt here, it's going to be massive. And she's like looking at her. Uh, is it? She was like, the hole that will be in this house? I was like, 
Why are you so angry? I'm, I'm sorry. I was laughing at Sonia when Sonia was when she was like, "Can you get um so and so's uh her son's corn right?" Out of the, she said, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not getting no corn up out of there," and walked away. I said, "I might have done the same." Right. I would have. I would have done more. Like, here's the thing. Cancer. Do not take my <laughs> right. Do not do not take my kindness for weakness because what you're not going to do is get on front of cameras. Mm-hmm. And try to make my man seem like, or try to make me seem like we're kicking you out. Because I would have put right. all her business. Because let's be, let's, as quiet as it's kept, I can read between the lines already. Shari mm-hmm. and her husband have been living off of Sonya mm-hmm. for years. And I can guarantee you Sonya could put some shit on, but she's a better woman than me. Mm-hmm. Because I would have been like, Shari, listen, how about this? You stop getting so upset that your man hasn't had a job in seven years. And that you're not going to have to go build a clientele and not just have me as a client. Right. actually work mama joyce jr over there yeah i don't i don't dig it i don't vibe it and y'all y'all gotta be very 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 listeners out there okay what is this honey y'all have to be very mindful about how you protect yourself mm-hmm. and we especially in the the black community it's all about like oh well you got to help some so and so and you got to do this for so and so and you know right. you don't, you don't got to do none of that it's lies you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And that's my thing. Like she, what's not being said here is that she is, like you said, she is providing for her entire family jobs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're just being unappreciative because I'm still not over the brother-in-law getting up and walking, just walking, Mm -hmm. not giving a notice to your sister-in-law. You do that to a big corporation. I don't really give a fuck. I really don't. Right. Your sister-in-law, your family, Seemed like his ass wasn't doing nothing ha- anyway. So she probably Hello? didn't have to, she really didn't miss out on much. Like, it's just the audacity. And y'all, if y'all are like this in the world, stop living like this. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking that because you grew up in a house with somebody and they have certain opportunities and certain things that they have earned based on their skill set, that you are entitled to it. You mm-hmm. are not. No, you're not. You're not entitled to any of that. They do not have to to break you off a piece because they Mm -hmm. have more than you. No, they don't. Stop thinking like that. It's stupid. It's played out. Because one thing I'm going to tell you that I'm not going to do, I'm not going broke for another bitch. No. I'm not moving out of my house because I'm taking care of you and your kids. Take care of your own damn kids. I didn't tell you to have them damn kids. She has a lot of kids. Don't she have like three kids? (laughs) Okay, listen, here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> this is what I found and maybe I'm wrong I don't have children neither do you you know what I mean yeah you can't have more kids than me in my house <laughs> I, just, I, I would be like if I have one child and you come live with me and you have three wait and that's like, hilarious not, let, me, let me just be very clear you're not in dire need I would be like we now have a four child household and like it's the disadvantages to me because I'm used to a one child household. You are used to a three child household. What's one more for you? Right. I get three more. You just get one more. And I get you and your husband and my parents. Y'all are all kids. If you really think about it, y'all are dependent. Oh, depend. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Honey, let's just be very clear. So yeah, no, that's the thing that I really can't stand. And it makes me so happy that my sister has her own thing going on. She's never been like, that way it just like Mm -hmm. i'm so grateful yeah um so we're gonna pray for them (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna send a prayer for the for the the ross the richards the richards family because then they so moving right along 
we get to Kenya. Okay, this was actually exciting. And this is why Kenya, even though she is so irritating, she is a role model. Like she is yeah. a, she stays on her business. So she's she's viewing this building. It has extremely high ceilings. That's but that's my first note. I was like, wow, the ceilings in this building. It, really so high. high. Like <laughs> you know me coming from my <clears throat> um salon background. I was mm -hmm. like, and I can kind of see her vision even before she worked with the um architect and we saw some of the plans, but them ceilings are very, very They're high. Extremely high. So but you yeah, know what I noticed? This is the thing that I was like, okay. And I was like, Zell, calm down. You are not in this lady's salon. <laughs> when you walk in, there's already kind of a seating area up top mm -hmm. there on top of the stairs. But then she said, oh, we'll have some waiting right here. And I was like, why would you do that? Miss Opportunity. I was like, why would you do that? I was like, I don't think you're, I, I don't think you're listening to what you're saying. You know it what I mean? It might be plumbing. Up, it might be a plumbing up, issue. Up front? Yeah, like it might be a situation where it's like, oh, the only access you have, like where you can put the sinks or the whatever is here. No, 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 not the sinks. She said, which those need to be spread out, but. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, you need the to. Stage, well, the the stations, it's the stations that were off to the side there, but even where the sinks were, oh, spread them out okay. a little bit, but those stations were also very close to not be like, a, if you're just doing a blow dry bar, that's fine. That that would be fine. Yeah, but, but she those did not were... seem like she, it seemed like she was giving like a Kenya more hair care spa. Mm -hmm yeah experience which you know is aspirational we love well, to see it Kenya. that's my that's my <laughs> other question i'm like are you going to be offering color services are you going to be like what what what's the goal here yeah what's she doesn't really go into that much detail which i think is smart like y'all kenya will y'all will only know what king is doing when it's out there <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i can imagine if i understand kenya's hair and like she obviously does wear a piece, but she mm -hmm. has very uh -huh. healthy, yeah, like natural hair. I would hope that it's geared toward us girlies. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, I got my locks taken out. Uh, so I noticed that it's funny because you, I was taking my braids out underneath this because I'm getting my hair braided oh, so good. I can start my summer next week. I'm gonna get my hair braided next week too. Oh, we're gonna have to reschedule this because I'm getting my hair braided at like 8 a.m. It's okay. We can we go we can make it work, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it work. I just work. thought about that. The people like right, you guys, you guys won't be so upset if it comes out a day or two later. We'll survive. Because <laughs> y'all too. Look, one thing y'all are gonna do <clears throat> is listen to this Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. Like they're <laughs> going to listen no matter when it comes out because no one else is doing one. Hello. Yeah, they will. Um. So I love to see Kenya in this in her bag, and then she introduces us to what I'm going to assume will be our next friend of. Mm -hmm. It's called Akila. She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, they're talking about dating and fucking sexy ass Shlomo. And apparently Shlomo sexy ass has been on the go because he got a real job. He is so fine. I'm and like, Kenya, he, please just make it just I he's works. a good man, Savannah. <laughs> and you're not divorced yet, so you really actually don't have any rush, sis. No. And I but I get it. She wants the attention, she wants like the right there time but at the same time like mm -hmm. you're not divorced you have brooklyn you know what i mean and you have to know who you're fucking with they said this man is from israel something like that yeah okay he well, might be yeah. a new age man because he's like out here in the streets living in atlanta but i can guarantee you when he wants to when this relationship has to be public and he has to tell his parents and all this shit mm -hmm. you don't need to be in the middle of a divorce that's true 
She needs to be ready to walk down the aisle. <laughs> okay. That's true. So I was like, okay, Kenya, I see what you're saying, but maybe we don't fall into the old patterns we did with Mark Daly and we take mm-hmm. it slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take it slow. So she's having this conversation. It's really nice to see her not like being super catty. Obviously, everyone that's they're talking about going to Courtney's event, right? Mm-hmm. And every single person who brings it up is concerned about Marlo's behavior and like what's going to happen because they've. I guess now that this episode really showed me, Marlo's been like beefing with everybody. She got to beef with Kenya. She got to beef with Drew. She has this new bone to pick with Candy. Like, what is it? What is this, honey? Uh, Just searching, searching for storyline. Searching for storyline. And thank God Sheree, actually, her son, her fine. Cairo is literally carved out of stone. Like, his his jawline... It's like, are you kidding me? He is fine. He is fine. And it's like, Sheree is obviously stunning, but like Bob is scary. <laughs> so the <laughs> fact that that's what came out, like that's a that's a fine ass man. So Gigi, aka um, gorgeous glamma, Sheree introduces us to her new grandbaby who was her, that baby is so cute. Yeah, it's really precious. Um, and it, it brought a damn tear to my eye because she's so proud and happy that Cairo is such a good dad and is really showing up for his kids because of the fact that his dad was such a piece of shit. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like he's just doing what the, he should what he be should doing. Do. Right. But it, you could see how triggered Sheree was. She was like, I and like she was like, I never got anything close yeah. to that. And that's sad. It is. Y'all got to do better at what people, <clears throat> first of all, this is two people who don't have kids over here mm-hmm. on this, you know, who are moderating this conversation. Y'all don't have to have kids right away. And I was talking yeah. about this with my mom, actually, and we were key keying, honey, because, you know, my family, it's a lot of kids. Like people, like if you don't have like one kid by the time you're 30, they really think something's wrong with you. No, for real. For real. So my sister was at my grandmother just had a birthday party like a couple weeks ago. And my grandmother was like, you know, you don't want no kids. Maybe God don't want you to have any. Oh. <laughs> I okay. assure you, my sister will have multiple children. She turned mm-hmm. 30 this March. It's like, y'all, stop having. And also the thing that makes it so funny, it's like, so what I've learned is that y'all just out here fucking raw. Yeah. Hello. Y'all out here raw dogging it, hitting it from the back, letting it slide in, and you have no concern for any of the things that might thing thing that's not a baby. Uh-huh. That's that's kind of scary. Scarier than Bob Whitfield <laughs> on a whole level, okay? But not as scary. Hold on a second. I have to I have to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's no problem. You guys, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> We are going to let Zell pee. She's had a morning, you guys. Her little puppy was ever, ever so sickly this morning. And Zell had to take care of her Milo. Because that's the Milo that we stand, unlike Bria's Milo. We stand Zell's Milo, her sweet little pooch. So you guys say a little prayer. I think that's really what she's doing. I don't think she's going to the restaurant. I think she's going to check on her puppy. Because she's so sweet. But anyway... We finish out. Sheree is obviously like super, super proud of Cairo. She's like literally, literally, not figuratively, 
figuratively in tears over it. Like the pride and the joy that's coming off of her. Like when I have my child, which by the way, I don't know if you guys realize this. You don't have to have, a, if you have kids after you're 21, you can like, it's still a possibility for you. Um. So yeah, she's just really proud. Like I want to be that proud and that joyous when my own child is doing anything. Like I just want to feel that way of like, oh, my baby is really going, going to be okay. I think that's really what it comes down to is that she's like, okay, well, I don't really have to like super worry about Cairo and his fine ass jawline and his baby mama and his baby. Super cute. Sheree, and I forgot to say this, but they, Sheree had bought like this casting thing. Like usually like people will cast their bellies or like make a mold, like, like a, a plaster of their thing. So they were doing little handprints for um the little baby whose name is called Mecca, um, which is really sweet and really cute. And honestly, like I'm very much so looking forward to being a parent and like I can't wait to have all those special moments. But like y'all, the rush of it, and I get it. Like people want to be young with their kids. Like they don't want to have like really like super, you know, they want to be able to enjoy having the children. But like y'all could even do that in your 40s. Like not that you should wait that long, but a lot of this co-parenting that y'all be going through and a lot of this stuff, oh, my baby daddy, oh, my baby mama, y'all would be avoiding that if you wrap it before you tap it. Hey, hey, wrap it. Before you tap it, hey, hey. <laughs> wow. Unhinged. Okay, back to the timeline. So we leave Sheree's house and, oh my God, Zell's back. And I literally just talked about Sheree's grandbaby that whole time. Um, So we leave Sheree's house and we go to Ralph I, and Drew's house. You know, we talk about not having kids, but sometimes I'm like, this is must be like a taste of what motherhood feels like because like, I told you about the dog this morning. Mm -hmm. I let the people then, know. I was like, I think she really is going to check on her baby. No, mm -hmm. I did do that. Of course, he threw up a little bit. So we might have to go to the vet today. And then my husband is like, asking me questions. I was like, I have, to, I have Brandon on pause. Like I have to go. You guys, <laughs> that is a picture of motherhood because y'all, and like, I know that I am a biological male who is bearing a man. But I was raised up by a good woman who was a, a wife. So I have learned how to be a wife. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I can assure you is that no matter, you could be holding it, you could be breastfeeding, swiffering the floor, cleaning up cat litter, and your husband is still going to come and ask you to do something. <laughs> it's just a guarantee, right? Like that is going to happen. Um, so we are going to esteem and we're going to applaud um, Cairo for doing the bare minimum. So we move out of Sheree's home and we get to Ralph and Drew. And listen, here's the thing about Ralph and Drew. Like they live such a like, mm, it's like upper middle class. It's like middle class, but it's like, we still live in like a, sub, like you can tell they live in like mm -hmm. a subdivision. Right. They have a community pool, mm -hmm. but yeah. I really do enjoy their home. I think their home is pretty. I'm sad to That's see. It, I do too. Yeah, like, are they going to have to move out? Well, I guess maybe Ralph motherfucking ass going to have to move out. Ralph and his dick surgery? Girl. So let's what? talk about it. So they're like, there. Like, what? <laughs> the boys are, their sons are having a basketball coach. Um, And Drew is like, you know, I was a child star. Can I say that? And I'm like, girl, if you got to ask if you can say it, then don't say it. 
she's like my parents and like were really rooting for me like they put me in class I got to do all this amazing stuff whatever mm-hmm. her daughter's sick and then they start talking about how did the, the, the discussion start about like maybe they were talking about Marlo and she was talking and then Drew goes you know oh no they're talking about the baby being sick right because her daughter's mm-hmm. sick she's like I can't be getting sick because you always try to one-up me like if I get sick you get sick if I have a surgery you have a surgery and then Ralph goes what I've never had surgery and she and then Drew and this is how you know this man is a liar, liar. because this was something these were three surgeries that he had he had an eye surgery what other surgery did he have throat she said yeah she, she had a throat surgery you had an eye surgery and then she pointed at his crotch which I'm assuming means he had a vasectomy you think yeah, I think that's what that means, which is probably why she didn't give a damn so much about him g- getting lost over in Tampa. Maybe. Those because... can be reversed, though, also. Honey. Easily. Yeah. So, which is which is nice. I think they're great. Like, if you, for instance, are in a situation where you're like, okay, I want to have kids. I don't want to be on birth control. Mm-hmm. Make your husband get a vasectomy, child. It's it's really not that they can change they it. They can reverse them, yeah. Um, But it's like, damn, you must be a hab- habitual liar yeah <laughs> because you can't even know like surgeries you've had and then like here's the thing about drew and this is like drew you need to stop talking about that i'm from chicago we can't talk perpetuate is violence that... and then use being from chicago to intimidate people out of wanting to fight with you because ralph Hello? is like look marlo's tall like i don't know drew i don't know that's the thing that kills me every single fucking time one of them girls start talking about fighting marlo their men are always like that's a big girl. That's a big girl. That's a stallion. Okay. Like, honestly, though, listen, the big bitches don't always got hands like that. You know? No, but she's she's a good deal bigger than Candy and Drew. Yeah, she is. You saw when she screamed at Drew. Like, it really was like James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> Drew was James and Marla was the Giant Peach. <laughs> Like, yeah, she, um, she's a tool girl and we know, listen, she's in Florida. She done been in jail a few times. Mm-hmm. She didn't cut a bitch upside the face, even though she doesn't want us to talk about it. Cause like, she's like, everyone always brings that up. I'm like, I didn't hear about that until this season. So listen, it's, it's news to people, me. Kenya Moore is the main one that brings it up. Yeah. Kenya Moore is Candy really tried to give her the benefit of the doubt for so long, so long. But when you start fucking with me, yeah, I'm it's low hanging fruit. Yeah. I'm gonna pull it off the tree. Yeah, it's low hanging fruit. Yeah, I'm gonna pull off the tree. Okay. <laughs> if you especially since you want to keep fucking with me, talking about my restaurant, pulling this beef out of thin fucking air. Yeah. Yeah, out of thin air. So then they actually get to talk about it because Candy is trying to get ready for this event, this Courtney's event, which I it's called Beat the Bomb, which I guess it's like this messy thing where they like you. It's like an escape room, but if you don't get out, you get covered in paint. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I kind of you know that excites me. Um, <laughs> so Candy, I guess, is trying to figure out what she like, needs to wear, and she gives Kenny a call. And there is nothing I love more than when a black woman refers to somebody as your little friends. Oh my god, <laughs> because Kenya is talking to, to Candy, she's like, Well, Courtney didn't put her name on the text, I didn't even know who it was. I, I'm sure she let her little friends know. <laughs> it's such an oldie but goodie, it's such a goodie. It's more of a goodie, and I'm just, I'm like, it, it needs to stay current. Like, y'all, l- ladies, continue to use that terminology. Like, 
Please oh, copy uh, me all, forever friends. and always. <laughs> Please copy me your little friends. So they're talking about the whole thing. And this is the first time I think that Candy realizes what's going on. And she's like, oh, Marlo is really trying to come for me. This is her like MO this season. And she is immediately over it. You can tell. Like, you can tell in that moment mm -hmm. when Kenya says something to her about it that she's like, this bitch has really got me fucked up. Like, do you know I just filmed three months of the fucking Queens mm -hmm. of Aura and B? And they tried her over there, too. Marlo is about to get that escape smoke. She's about to get it. Like, so we get to the event. Let's just get right to the, the, the shit of the shit. Courtney's there. No, Drew's there. And she sees Courtney. They do the whole like drama. Mm -hmm. Open mouth. Courtney, close your mouth, sis. Something's going to fly in there. Something that you might not want to. <laughs> you know All how the girls eventually, like, she just, <laughs> she does a lot. Oh, and you like, you like the Zodiacs. This is when I realized Marlo's an Aquarius. Uh, She's an Aquarius. Uh, I should have known that. But first of all, when she was like, I'll bring out this big Aquarius energy. Big Aquarius energy is not the flex that you think it is. I'm an not. Aquarius rising in moon. It's really just frustrating. And it's when, I hate to say this. As soon as she said she was an Aquarius, I said, that makes sense. Because Marlo taunts people. Right. And when I get mad enough, the Aries is always going to be a four in the Dominant. forefront. <laughs> but... I will. Like, I will taunt people. It's also just like, Marlo, this explains a lot. This explains mm -hmm. why you want the situation to be difficult. Why you can't just get over it. You need all the, you need all eyes on me in the center of the ring. Mm -hmm. Girl, Marlo, you are a circus. She gets there and she talks, she tries to speak to Drew and Drew is literally giving her dust. And I literally... Typically, I'd be like, Drew, girl, stop acting staying. But in that moment, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, let it be known. Like, the last time I saw you, you was yelling in my face. And now you want to be like, hey, that's the thing about Marla that I don't get. Like, she will cuss a bitch out, scream and shout. And then the next time she sees them, she's like, hey, girl, how you doing? And it's like, hmm, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So mm -hmm. everyone shows up. Candy's the last one to show up. And you could feel the energy just go like, <laughs> like she's pissed. Mm -hmm. She is obviously pissed. She sits down and you could see her like trying to take a beat to be like, okay, I'm not going to freak out. And then she just immediately is like, Marlo, look, let's talk. Let's address this shit. Right. And Marlo, and I honestly think that they would have been better off if they would have stayed in the big group and had the conversation. Yeah. But Marlo asks if she, Drew, and Candy could step to the side. I don't know why she needed her and Drew. She was, like, trying to explain Be it. It didn't really make sense. Because Drew repeated it to Candy. But, like... Yeah. She repeated it. She didn't really repeat it to Candy. She kind of repeated it to everybody. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but, like, go off, Marlo. Mm -hmm. So, Marlo is trying to explain her point of view. And the <laughs> as each word escapes from her lips... You can see that she is realizing, oh, shit, I really don't have a leg to stand on with this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have. I um, I, I'm, I'm looking a little stupid, like a stupid hole, stupid, stupid, stupid hole. So she kind of cha changes her gears to 
not like, oh, Candy, because you notice that she didn't say like, Candy, you should have sent flowers. All this shit you were saying to everybody else, she didn't like say that from her mouth to Candy. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt like I, you should have done more because she would have known that the response would be like, bitch, I've done enough for you. You, you can't give me your ass to kiss. I keep trying to do stuff for you and you well, give me your ass to kiss. See, here's the thing with that. I was like, this, this is ridiculous. Marlo only registers things if they're material items, but the issue with giving Marlo material items is then she's going to want more. Right. Okay. Some folks really do not like some shit is never enough for them and they really don't register being for being there for somebody emotionally mm-hmm. like i i'm not even trying to be rude right now but like <laughs> i had you over to my home when i was trying to help my daughter pack for college no, for college and i i let you into this space okay i sat there with you I related to you by telling you about my brother and what happened to him and losing somebody. And then not only that, a couple of days later, you're on my phone. You are on my phone trying to call or to get me to sign up for Cameo on your- Right, so that you can make money off of my name. And a little bit of tea, somebody, I guess, who used to be friends with Marlo- just commented on my TikTok and was like, Ooh. as a former, or maybe used to work for Candy. I don't fucking know. They're not clear. As a former employee and friend of Candy could have sent flowers. And Candy said people are always using Marlo's past against her and look what she did. This is now I know that the smarts aren't smarting over there. Mm. You're not, it's not registering. Like it's really not. And I'm gonna just let her get eaten up because yeah. I, it's also I can't. like she could have done anything, but why should she? Do you know how many people, here's the thing also, this goes to tell you, y'all motherfucking hoes have never worked in a restaurant. No. Do you know how many people, how those places turn over? Mm -hmm. How many motherfuckers you will work with at a restaurant in a year? I'm supposed to know all y'all's personal business and cater all of y'all's funerals and be there for all, pay all y'all bills. Pay y'all own damn bills. (laughs) What is this theme? Nobody owes y'all shit because somebody has more than you does not mean that they owe you. Mm-hmm. And Marlo, if that's the case, you should be breaking a lot of people off of shit in your family because you're living high on the hog in Alexander Voltner earrings and a Fendi track suit and all of this. Like, why does your sister have that house that she live in with all them damn kids and she don't have no two bedroom, two bedroom apartment with four kids? Like, sis, you. This is the thing about people that really drives me crazy. Like, I always say this. I do not appreciate a double standard. <laughs> I do not like it. Understand me when I say this. Now, if you don't listen, if you don't watch The Real Housewives of Johannesburg, you may not understand this direct quote, but there must be a standard. We must rise to the occasion. Like, we are all supposed to be, like, the bad bitches of Atlanta. Like, we're supposed to be the top tier. Like, you're arguing about something that is of no relevance to you. From someone who has done nothing but try to elevate you and promote you, get you your own show, help you with your charity, like rebrand your image. Hello. And this is how you repay people. Because she's from Florida. I don't care. Y'all can try to, y'all can win it, windmill me in the DMs, do what you got to do. But I'm, I don't you, care. Yeah. Y'all people from Florida, y'all are scary. Y'all will beat a bitch ass and then go like try to be friends with her the next day. Like y'all mm-hmm. really will do that. <laughs> so it's just a lot. And, like, the fact that that person came onto your TikTok unsolicited mm-hmm. to say, like, well, she could have. What, what is about this? this? Like, Go ahead. leave me a tip. 
you watching my TikTok, you got things to say. Why don't you send me a Venmo since you feel that way? Because you could do that. <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> I can't. I really can't. Like, again, and I said in the video, do you know, do y'all know how many restaurants I've worked at where somebody has died? And it is sorrows, sorrows, prayers. Like, so who going to be at the shift tomorrow? And again, I oh say, Kenny is the owner, <laughs> not the manager. The owner. I'm sorry. I'm not even trying to be rude, but this is how I know people don't grasp. People yeah. don't grasp grasp certain things. So they really so don't. They, they, you're not grasping it. Okay. Folks think that owners just like sit around and like watch the little worker bees work. That's not true. You can't. And especially in the restaurant industry. First of all, y'all, no. you don't make money off restaurants for like a year, two years. Like mm -mm. you like, yeah, people speak and talk a lot of shit from a place of ignorance. Yeah. And I think Marlo is really showing that she's a very ignorant person in this moment because she is expecting things that are not, it's just, it's beyond the realm of expectation. Mm -hmm. And like, I used to have a, I used to have like a best friend who was like that. Like, let me tell you something. I'm putting all her business down the street right now because she really is a biatch. Um, <laughs> I put together... <laughs> And like, yeah, y'all might, y'all who know me, y'all might know who this is because she's a little bit famous too. Anyway, put together a birthday trip for her, showed up at her door on her birthday, surprised her with multiple friends. We then went from her family home out to Rhode Island, got a hotel. This bitch expected me to drive her home back to her house in Boston from Rhode Island and then go back to my house in Woodstock. That was the expectation after I, me single-handedly, I don't know if she thought that ever, this was a group ex experiment. No, bitch, I put this together and you can't get on a train. Well, it's COVID and I'm going to put my mom at risk. No, you just don't want to ride the train because you was just on set two weeks ago doing a TV show, bitch. You want to tell me that you, you, what? Pardon I'm me? I'm going to find out who this person is offline. Oh, right? yeah, I'll tell okay. you offline. I don't give a damn. So okay. <laughs> it's like, it, it was a very, very, it was an awakening for me because another one of my friends was like, well, she just has unrealistic expectations. And like, you really can't take that on, on, on like garbage. I was, I was in my feelings. It was like, bitch, I just took time away from my man. Yeah. My family to come and celebrate you. When let me tell you, if I didn't do it, nobody else was going to. Right. Cause don't nobody like you. So, and this is, let's just also give everybody out there a warning. Y'all need to stop fucking with people who not fucking with you mm -hmm. because that energetic karma it's gonna that it's gonna boomerang back to you in a way that you don't expect and i've learned this from experience like y'all first of all just stop being mean mm -hmm. in general second of all stop fucking with people who not fucking with you because marlo in the world of you and candy you are an ant mm -hmm. candy is a lioness and you are an insect yep <laughs> Hey. So like, don't bother her because you want to say, oh, you only know in Atlanta, Marlo, you won't be able to, if Candy really was trying to be out to get you, you would not be working. You see, Phaedra had to go sit her ass down for almost a decade. Hello? So, so that really had me like, okay, Marlo, this really does need to be your exit. This needs to be your final rodeo. Uh -huh. um, but my biggest takeaway actually from the entire episode was Sonya at the, I'm like, bitch, you need to pick you on the wrong team. She picked her side. She she really pissed me off last night. She really pissed me off last night. Mm. Mm. 
I was literally just like, Sonia, girl, you need to get on the winning team. You're on the wrong team. And when Marlo doesn't come back or Sheree doesn't come back next season, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Sheree's nose job? Another one? She looks like Hazel E. Yes, I'll send you a picture. Oh, no, I did see it. Yeah. Did you reshare it on your stories about someone being like, Sheree looks um, might so have. good. And it was like, it was actually a video of Hazel E. It's- I might have, yeah. Maybe. I know I shared something about it. Also, Hazel E. That girl needs to go into hiding as well. She has too much to say. She's been running her mouth too much lately. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all have heard about it, but she need to, she need to go somewhere and, and, and hush. Hush it so, up. So <laughs> the ladies end up like, finishing their like beat the thing whatever mm-hmm. and um i didn't so i was watching i don't know what was on my tv but i got a little bit of the preview for next week but then it like cut off so i don't really know what to expect mm-hmm. but um i just don't know how this season's gonna work out now with this huge divide well it's the thing that's disappointing to me is like i'm like oh great another fucking housewife franchise where shit is divided yeah. Where shit is divided. And that's the shit that pisses me off because we have that. We've dealt with that in Beverly Hills. We're dealing with that in um Jersey. Uh where? Jersey. Jersey, yes. Um kind of in Potomac a little bit, but those those ladies are better about like um getting over it for the sake of the show. And b- bouncing in between. They they they'll all come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they'll the sides will cross mingle, like if they don't have issues with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. This East Coast versus West Coast bullshit they'd be trying to do in uh, Housewives. But yeah, I was like, oh, great, another divide. And I'm sorry, the divide there, the person causing the divide is Marlo. Mm. Every time. Yeah. Every time she gets camera time, she wants to talk about candy. Every This season specifically, it's like, are you obsessed? Like, what happened? Was y'all fucking and she cut your ass off? Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't talk about that because you signed an NDA? I don't <laughs> know what it is. Maybe, listen, Marlo... Maybe maybe the Burses, maybe the the Tuckers were the ones who were supposed to buy her that house. They tried acting crazy. They tried to get her set up with a show again. Nothing is ever good enough for Marlo. And y'all really have to stop doing that because I because it's it's not just Marlo. A lot of y'all are like this, mm-hmm. where someone does something nice for you. Because I'm a very generous person. Like me and Babe are good for taking people out to dinner, doing this, whatever. But if I sit down at a table with you and the bill comes and you just look the other way like you're gonna Mm -hmm. expect me to pay that's gonna be the time you find out that you're picking up the tab because i will get up and leave you (laughs) set right there right the total bill so you know it is you know just appreciate kindness and like you don't have to reciprocate it in the same way because obviously everyone doesn't have the same means but like yeah marlo's one of those people where you do one thing nice for her and she's like well you can do that why can't you do something else exactly it's not, it's no big deal for you. And it's like, no, I moved mountains to do this for you. Mm-hmm. Like I actually put in a lot of effort. Like I didn't get here sitting on my ass. I worked to get here. So, you know, y'all let us know what you think. Let us know if you're, if there's hope for you for this season. Apparently um, wig is coming back. Um, there's going to be like a, a reunion with like Deshaun and Lisa Wu and wig. Um, but it's not going to be exciting, y'all, because it's before all this divorce shit. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be over there trying to act brand new, trying to shit on the girls, my husband, my this, my ring. Girl, you look crazy. Yeah, and Sheree said that apparently she's really not doing well. Of course not. 
Well, I say, tell her to get her ass get off on Instagram and then smiling and doing all that shit. Of course she's not doing well because this is what happens, y'all. The grind never stops. Mm-hmm. And me starting this podcast was a part of my, like, diversifying my talents. Like, mm-hmm. just because you are an expert at one thing doesn't mean you can't become an expert in many things. Like, you right. can get your, like, look at Candy, who was at the Tony Awards last night. Okay. And Piano Lesson, I'm pretty sure, won Best Revival. Oh, did well, it? Yeah, of a play. So, you know, Candy's got her hand in everything she's in her. She's singing in her own group. She's doing The Housewives. She's producing music still. She's producing plays. And let me tell y'all, Candy has produced some of the best Black cast on Broadway in the last 10 years. Like, I'm not, it's not a joke. Like, and she's about, The Wiz is about to come out that she's producing on Broadway. That they've been waiting on this revival for like a million years. So it's just weird how Mar- someone like Marlo thinks, but you know, anyway. Yeah. I think that it's just important to keep in Kim's Zoltek Beerman, she she fucked up because when she wasn't on the show, she just didn't work. Right. And thinking that you're gonna be like sell cashmere because you're friends with the Kardashians is not it's not a thing. And thinking that money's just going to come your way because you're hanging out with certain people, like, it's just also, it's not a thing. So, we'll see Wig in the coming weeks, I'm sure. And apparently she's coming back to TV. She keeps, like, leaving comments. She's been saying that since she left TV. They'll say it. (laughs) We need to ask one of her little friends. We need to find that chef and ask that chef. Because she knows, she probably knows the tea. She got up out of there when she could. She was like, oh, y'all don't actually have any money. Let me leave. Mm-hmm. Let me get up out of here. So, yeah. And let us get up out of here, folks. It was a great recap. You guys, you know where to find Zell. Zell, do you want to remind them? Um, You can find me over on Instagram at Who Asked Me Podcast. Then you can find me over on TikTok at Who Asked Zell. Um, Zell is S-E-L-L-E. And of course, you can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and or Apple and Spotify and wherever you <laughs> find your podcast. And it's Who Asked Me Podcast. Yes, get into it. She does a lot of amazing stuff. And, you know, if you're feeling a little bit hungover from this and you want more, just go give her a lovely follow, like. And leave a review on both of ours. Give us all the love you have in the world and cuss us out in the DMs, okay? Not me, because I cuss back.